This week on Dueling Review, it is Radiant Black number 11 from Image Comics. Phew. Okay, deep breaths. We made it out. Maybe just maybe, it's finally time for Marshall to relax. Or maybe there's just a new superpowered person in town. I'm not going to even say the other word, because it's a bad word. And if Marshall can't handle them alone, maybe he could use some help from Radiant Pink? Question for you, Matthew. Mm-hmm. Have they formed the head yet in the Radiant Black series? <laughs> I, I've kinda, First of I all, you're thinking of Voltron. Which it is, doesn't which matter. Is Everybody forms a giant something sometime, and one of them gets to scream, "I am the head." Everybody forms a something. So, but uh, but I've been I've drifted away from the series since about issue five, and now we're up to issue eleven. And while I'm able to get caught right back up into everything that's going on, which is really well done, Kyle Higgins writing, uh, I'm not sure what has gone on. I know he's experienced a few other uh, radiant characters. And it looks like uh, this time Radiant Pink, again, not a Power Rangers, this is not a Power Rangers book, kids. <laughs> but Radiant Pink and Radiant uh, Black need to uh, team up to go mm-hmm. and fight a new a new menace this issue. So, yeah. but what has come come before? So far, we have seen Radiant's Pink, Black, Yellow, and Red. Yeah. We've also seen a bounty hunter who has uh, Radiant technology. And in the last couple of issues, they've done these kind of four boating bits and pieces where as they go through their life, you see news reports saying, Oh, and these new super villains are popping up and all of the super villains, uh, like the one in this issue are, are clearly wearing rubber suits, monster they're, suits. They're clearly wearing radiant technology, the same yeah. stuff that is powering the heroes. And there's something building in the background that we don't know about yet. I'm sure. Yeah. So uh, the but, new, the new villain here, I'm guessing the costume is black, uh, mm-hmm. but this one, they can power it up. And this person um, can generate sonic energy. And what we find out is that when the radiants are around, the radiants are actually generating energy that charge up the suit. So it creates this kind of giant feedback loop, which when you're thinking about supervillains, that's kind of cool. But I think. Here's the thing. I keep saying this is not Power Rangers. This is not Voltron. This is not Invincible, but it's totally Power Rangers and Voltron and Invincible. Um, But I like what Kyle Higgins does in this series to kind of take those concepts and turn them on their head. Because, you know, you've got uh, Rita on the moon screaming and sending down, you know, a guy in a rubber monster suit. Or you've got, you know, another guy in a monster suit. And you've got to have uh, Gokaiger jump up and and punch people (laughs) in the face. Um, but we never really think about what is motivating the quote unquote villains because the person in the, in the villain costume in this issue, we find out that the reason why she's the quote unquote villain is because she will wear this suit and the guys that are giving her this suit expect her to do jobs in return for the suit that actually calms her nerve disorder and allows her to play uh, musical instruments because she's a music teacher. And so, you know, this is one of those tragic villain origin stories where it's like, I've got this crippling disease and the one thing that will, you know, tame the disease for a little while is this suit that gets powered off this energy that these criminals have invented or created mm-hmm. or found or built or whatever. And so if in order for me to have a normal life, I need to go rob banks for them. And so that when you read that, it's like, holy crap. 
this is so much better than I hate Superman because he blew off all my hair, you know, kind of villain origin story. <laughs> so I really yeah. like that here in, in this issue. And it's interesting to me because if you, you know, you go back, Kyle did write uh, the Mighty Morphin series for Boom all the way up through Shattered Grid. Uh, and then this book, I feel like, may have come out of that experience. But yeah, hmm, there's maybe something like a building. Another multiverse. Could be. There's something building here, though, because the Radiants also power up um, her suit. What is her name? Staccato? Yeah, that's what, that's what I was saying, is that the, the Radiance. The radiance being in her presence power up the suit. And that's why I said created that giant feedback. Uh, yep. And that's, you know, that's interesting to me because we, again, we keep seeing these villains. We keep seeing this stuff happening in the background. And I feel like this book is slow burning to, uh, we keep referencing Invincible, but I feel like it's slow burning to, to an Omni-Man reveal somehow. Because uh, at the end of this issue, we get the surprising moment uh, where, of course, if you watch, if you read the book, the first four issues were actually about Nathan. Uh, right. And then Nathan died. Nathan right. didn't actually die, but he was left in a coma. And the new Radiant Black is his best friend, Marshall, mm -hmm. I think. And so now Nathan is awake and something speaking to him. And I'm like, something, there's something or someone up there in space. And the voters have a right to know about it. Yeah, but it's a big giant head in a, in a jar saying, summon the... The not Power Ranger. Bring me a group of 20-somethings with attitude. The only yeah. thing that I don't like beep, about beep, beep. this yes, issue. Boss. <laughs> okay, that's that's Tweaky. No, it's the same, it's the same character. Alpha it's is all, not the same character the same. as Tweaky. No, no, yes. no, yes. no. I will not yep. stand for this calumny. Yep. No. Beep, beep, beep. I'll form the head, Buck. <laughs> well, I will I will form <laughs> upside your head. Um, but yeah, you do get. First of all, this series has been really weird in that for the first six or seven issues, there was no indication of multiple characters. And mm -hmm. then when Radiant Red popped up, Radiant Red is actually, in her first two appearances, flat out a villain. Yeah, and so Radiant villain, Red right? and Radiant Black hate each other. Mm -hmm. And now they're like these reluctant allies. The only thing I didn't like about this was uh, the millennial jokes. And those were coming from Radiant Pink, who is herself the millennial character making them. So I felt like they were at least justifiable where they're like, what are you? Uh, I'm a millennial, ma'am. No, that, <laughs> yeah, no, I did. I did find that. I found those jokes funny. I, I find that to be right up in line. Just like we will make Gen X jokes. I think if millennials want to write millennial jokes, that's fine. Yeah. And that's the thing. I don't know how old Kyle Higgins is. Uh, no, I don't know if he's millennial or not, but I'm saying from the character's point of view, He's a literal millennial, apparently. He's 15 years younger than us. So, But yeah, this is an issue that, once again, we're seeing time pass in very strange ways to where I'm wondering if we go back, if it's not almost something akin to a year for a year, because it's been several weeks since the last issue. And of course, this story indicates that there are six weeks lost uh, while Marshall was in the other dimension talking to some sort of giant yeah, robot alien alien thing yeah so yeah, whatever I, I, I do, is going I do on like i don't know yeah i do like that uh i think the art in here uh is really cool the uh artist here is uh marcelo costa um mm -hmm. really really good again has a lot of otley inspired 
feel yeah. to his characters, which again makes me think, oh, this is invincible. Uh, that's what I thought when we first read it, and then quickly it became, no, this is this is Power Rangers, um, <laughs> but but with a twist. And I and I I appreciate that if you're going to, and I kind of talked about that this week in the um uh, the Nightwing uh, review that I wrote over on Majorspoilers.com that. It's great if you want to try to emulate something else. If you've seen something somewhere before and you're like, hey, let me try to do that for my story. I think that's totally fine. But Mm -hmm. how are you going to do it different? How are you going to do it in a way that makes people go, eh, he's just imitating somebody else and he's not really improving upon the story. I think here Higgins does that with the Radiant Black series is that, yes, we Mm -hmm. get something that we think we know, but then it then they just twist it just enough to make it seem fresh. So yes, we're playing on yes. the tropes of the superhero team of multicolors uh, coming together to eventually do something, I think. So I think that that really makes this a yeah. series that I want to continue to read and I need to go back because I, I subscribe to this on Comixology. I just haven't, yes. um, I haven't you have been, like four issues uh, reading. to read. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I just want to go back and I think, I think I want to sit down and just read the whole thing from start to finish just because it does feel like it flows that way. Um, yeah. Very easily. So you definitely yeah. should. Cause every time I, I read an issue of this, I have to go back and read the couple before, but you know, the, uh, the sequence where they're fighting Doppler and the building starts to collapse or people are thrown off of the balcony mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you see, you see her sound waves going root, root, root. And each one is a different little time frame break, making mm-hmm. itself into its own little. Yeah. The sine waves are building on themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I feel like that's just it's it's like a nine panel a, grid, except it's done concentric circles, and it's yeah. just that's neat. And I feel yeah, like yeah. it's you know, there are little touches in here that are just clever and you know kind of novel, and everything here feels like yes, this is definitely Power Rangers inspired. Power Rangers, you know, love story to Power Rangers, but it's also something fresh and something different. So. Mm-hmm. Even if at the end of issue 12, it's like, oh, look, uh, Radiant Sentai, boogity, boogity, boogity. I'm going to be psyched. Uh, less so about the uh, backup story, which is just straightforward Power Rangers. But that's Yeah, so thing, is the me. backup story in this part of the Radiant Black universe, or is it something else? Because that's the one thing that I it, didn't really understand. It's unclear uh, to me. I know that previous issues have had... Uh, backup issues with inferno girl red mm-hmm. and this one seems to be definitely the beast heart strikers feels like another series that's power rangers inspired but i don't think it's in the same universe i think it's just something where the creators are like hey here's a backup story that kind of complements what we have okay. yeah okay but uh, yeah i don't know i haven't seen a lot of beast heart strikers if they've appeared in this series before it's only been once or twice okay yeah uh, really enjoy the art. I really, like you said, with the, uh, the building collapse and creating a, a series of panels through the, uh, through the sound wave is really cool. I like the, the fact that when, uh, subsonic or whatever, whatever the character's name is when she Doppler. gets charged. Yeah. Doppler, when she gets charged up, there's this whole mandala, uh, that appears behind mm-hmm. her. I think the art is really cool in, in that, um, again, it does still feel very, I get a lot of vibes in the art style from invincible, which I don't mm-hmm. think is, should be considered dig. I think that the artist should be like, oh yes, people equate my style right. with that. That's, that's actually kind of a good thing. Um, right. I don't think the person is trying to rip that off or try to uh, lift the stuff no, because think, 
I think it's a case of wearing your influences on your sleeve. Yeah. Yeah. I, I dig the style of the suits that we have. Even Doppler suit. I like because the mouth turns into the, the, the sound wave I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, just everything in here is, is really well done. Uh, the yep. color scheme is, is fine. Uh, it, it's fairly flat throughout, but I think it, it uses color tones that complement the series as opposed to detract it. I think the hardest thing, and this is, this is something that you kind of have to give the colorist a lot of credit for in that, uh, these suits are mostly black with color highlights and yet you still have to give some kind of definition and shape to everything. So they create this really kind of cool light effect where the lights wrapping around and creating highlights um, on, on different parts of the body to give it a little bit more definition. So you can see clearly, uh, that may also be a little bit to the detriment because radiant black, all of the highlights on his suit are blue. And so Mm -hmm. it makes it hard to really say, okay, is this suit supposed to be black or is it supposed to be blue? But I do like that. The, yeah, I do like the, the shiny halo effect that they give to everything to give it that little extra definition here. It is nice. And if they ever do come up with a radiant blue, it's going to be hard to tell <laughs> yeah, from yeah, the yeah. radiant black. Well, They're going to have to be a pretty me. vivid blue. It would not surprise me if we don't, if we see, it will not surprise me if we see a radiant blue uh, yeah. come up in the near future. And it wouldn't surprise me if, uh, if our hero, Nathan, uh, that the series started with doesn't get made an offer to become radiant blue. I want to see him be radiant green. The evil radiant green. Ooh. Well, he's not, uh, he, he turns around and becomes the leader of the Rangers. So, I mean, the leader of well, the Radiance. So there you go. Right. Radiant Sentai Daft Punk. So here's, here's the, yeah, that's the other thing, right? Um, here's the thing. I haven't read this for four or five issues. Mm-hmm. I was able to just step right into this issue, knowing what everything is, you know, knowing about the Radiant suit and how it came to be and how Mar- Marshall got to become the current Radiant. So if you've read the first four or five issues or even the first three or four issues, and then you jump to this one, I think you'll have no problem picking up uh, what's been going on in the previous issues. That being said, I think reading all of them will probably be to your benefit, but uh, I enjoyed this very much. Uh, I would say if you're a fan of superhero teens uh, using alien technology, go and pick this up. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I say this is just an above average series. And while this issue is a little more staid than some of the previous ones, in 11 issues, they have had four big fireball, you know, swerve moments that got me. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't happen to me a lot. And it feels like it doesn't happen multiple times in the same series at, often at all. So I appreciate the fact that they can surprise someone who's read a Scramptillion comic books and knows the history of the Power Rangers back to 1977. So Yeah, and I think, that, and I think that's... I think that's why this works, right? Because it's not like they do every episode as a swerve or every issue as a right. swerve. It's like, we're building you up, pushing you in this direction to where you think, ah, you snap your fingers like, ah, I know exactly where this is going. And then they do the swerve and you're like, oh, okay, this is really nice. And then they keep mm-hmm. building. And you're like, oh, okay, now I see where they're going. And they're like, ah, ah, And then they swerve you again. And all of a sudden, Velociraptors <laughs> come out and attack you. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So uh, you, you say, pick this up. I say definitely pick this up. This is really good. Do you think, do you think that, um, do you see this as an ongoing, do you see this 175 issues in, in length? I think they can definitely get 50 out of it. 
175 okay. is definitely possible. I feel like with the amount of of story tropes that we've, you know, kind of subverted or undermined, I feel like we have a danger of getting to a point where it does settle down and starts to mm-hmm. feel like mm-hmm. the everything, you know, everything is starting to get less exciting, but I feel like this could be a long-term book and I'd be happy to see it, you know, go 175 yeah. issues. I think that well, would be I think- great. I think we're getting to the part where some big bad has to show up and all the radiants have to team together uh, to protect Stardew Valley. Um, mm-hmm. Because I think that's, I think that's where this series needs to be. <sighs> what about a, what about a you're spinoff? Do you want to see, do you want to see a spinoff of any of these characters in their own book? Um, Radiant Pink definitely has moments. And I feel like we don't know anything yet about Radiant Yellow, but mm-hmm. You know, I'd like to see more of the of the larger universe before we get a spinoff, but I think a spinoff mm. is entirely possible. Well, coming in March from Image Comics, which is from their press release that they sent out today, uh, writer Cherish Chen, artist David Loefuenta, and Miguel Muerto are going to team up for Radiant Red, a five-issue miniseries uh, that, um, that expands uh, Radiant Red's character story set to launch in March from Image Comics. Uh, to her students... Uh, what is her name? Satoni Sone is a diligent middle school teacher to her fiance and parents. She's the rock of their family to the world. She's radiant red, a criminal turned matter absorbing superhero, but with a mysterious stranger in her classroom, a nosy reporter on her doorstep and 2.5 million hidden in the air vents of her house. She's going to have to decide who she is and quickly before the world chooses for her. So we can look for radiant red coming to comic book shops on March 16th, 2022. And I'll have uh, preview pages and everything of this up on the Major Spoilers website on uh, Friday. By the time you're probably listening to this, it'll be be up there, depending on when you're listening to this. Hello, future people. But Radiant Red, be on the lookout for that in March. Uh, you're okay with that? I'm fine with that. All right. Cool. I don't know if I'll buy all of it, but I'll definitely check it out. I mean, it's a, what did I say? It's a five-issue miniseries? Yeah, five-issue miniseries. Yeah. That's not asking for a whole lot. Three ninety nine. At least they're keeping the prices in line. This issue is three ninety nine. I think three ninety nine is a good enough buy, and I think that what we're seeing here in Radiant Black is good enough to justify the price. So if it goes fifty issues, if it goes one hundred and fifty issues, totally down with continuing this. Mm-hmm. Suey, oh sorry, uh, a little sneeze okay? there. Ah, yeah, I am now. Oh, I thought uh, you were yawning. No, no, no. It was a it was a sneeze. I would never yawn on this show because we do this show live. Thursday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time for all of our cool people who hang out in our Dueling Review chat room. Uh, they also have to be patrons, patreon.com slash major spoilers. We record this show live. We do some pre-show stuff. We do some post-show stuff. You can come in, hang out with us, listen to us, uh, uh, you know, do this show. It's basically the same show you're listening to right now, minus the, the, the heads and tails of the show. But uh, it's really great to see so many cool people show up for us week after week after week. Now, that being said, next week, we're not going to be here. Uh, It's the end of the year. (laughs) Because that's the week after week after week. I know, right? Uh, Originally, we were going to have a show next week, but uh, I was looking at our calendar and everything, and it's just like, ah, this would be a good time for everybody to recharge. So I've already canceled a couple shows, and I think... uh, just for between now and January of 2022, we're just going to not record any more podcasts and we will be back in January uh, to do this. So you can't go over to the Patreon uh, page to vote on the next week's show. Wait until next week and I'll put it up up there uh, and we won't be back uh, live next time. But hopefully you will come and join us. And I'm looking. Let me look at the date here really quick. 
Uh, hopefully you will come and join us on the 7th, uh, or I'm sorry, the 6th of January mm-hmm. at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time in the Major Spoilers Discord Dueling Review Patreon channel. Again, you do have to be a patron at patreon.com slash spoilers. You need to be at the silver level or higher to come in and participate. But it's a couple of bucks a month and it goes to a good cause, mainly keeping you entertained throughout the year. Uh, so we hope that we see you there. So I think, Matthew, that's it for Dueling Review for 2021. Mm. We'll be back next semester and hopefully, or not next semester, next year. <laughs> we'll be back next year. Your and, day job uh, is slipping through. I know, right? Uh, we'll be back next year and everybody read some comics until then. Take care. This podcast is copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.